0: Well, hello! I'm happy to be back. Here we are, another week with It's All Light. I'm your host, Natalie Baugh. And today, we get our monthly Chat with Nat segment. And I was trying to think about what I wanted to share today. And I was like, okay, well, what am I passionate about? And I took a poll on my Instagram, and I had four options. Traveling, trivia, Harry Potter and Pride and Prejudice, or um, the last one was disney movie bracket or like disney song brackets because i was talking about that this weekend and it's a fun topic and the highest vote was about traveling but we're gonna save that for another episode i want to figure out more specific how i can talk about traveling that's impactful and uplifting for you to listen to and so i might just do like travel hacks or travel tips Um, talk about places I've traveled to. Um, I don't know if you'd be interested in hearing that, but um, I do love traveling. Um, But today I just recently got back from a leadership retreat for my job and I learned so many things. So I, I just wanted to just share a few little things. I think this episode will be a little bit shorter and I just hope to uplift you with some thoughts I've had lately. Um, before I do that though, so the last chat with Nat episode was about therapy, and I realized there were a few things that I didn't share that I wanted to, so I just wanted to briefly share those things, kind of a refresher, and just things that I know have helped me in my life. So the first one was kind of like dealing with anxiety and depression and just hard things in our lives and what we do to get through them, because, I mean, life's not life without them. And so... Sometimes when we get in a situation that makes us feel anxious, maybe make a list of those times where you felt anxious and what was that situation was like. And our body goes into fight or flight and our brain reacts and our brain is like kind of scared and panicky, right? That's that anxious feeling. So the second thing is to reverse that cycle of going into fight or flight by telling yourself that you're safe and you're okay. Also to help break the cycle are those deep breaths and having your go-tos to help you calm yourself down and get your brain back to I'm safe, I'm okay. And I I feel like whenever I feel anxious, it it's a feeling of like oh man, I need to hurry and do this thing fast. Like it's it's sped up and it's it's almost like there's only one right or wrong way and it's it's hard cuz you kind of put yourself in a in a box of of in a box you can't get out of in a sense. So to get out of that box you need to try to catch your catch yourself in those feelings and our thoughts produce our feelings. So you just have to start thinking, okay, like what am I thinking? Why am I feeling this way? What thoughts are causing me to feel what I'm feeling? And then just try to change those thoughts. And like I'm talking about it and it sounds simple but it's so hard to do. And I'm trying to think of a time where I was able to catch my thoughts and sometimes it's even leaving a conversation, maybe that's making you feel anxious for a minute or two or five or an hour and, and getting your mind on something else and then coming back to it when your brain's less reactive. I think just the human is a reactive person. Like we are reactive as people, that's what I wanted to say. And we need to learn how to, in a sense, control that and know that our thoughts can be controlled Something I heard once was, you can have thoughts in your head, and they can come from who knows where, but what what thoughts you take, you have three seconds to decide to keep or not keep a thought, and then once you've kept that thought, then that, that is your thought, so it becomes your thought. But there's, yeah, the three-second rule. Sometimes if you if you have these intrusive thoughts, maybe attribute something that you're wearing or something around you that you can look at and remind yourself, oh, I have three seconds. Either take a breath, change, change your thought, and then move on from there. So that's something fun. I like to look at my watch. I haven't done this in a while, I used to. Like if I had a thought I didn't want, I would look at my watch and be like, okay, yeah, three seconds to decide what I'm doing the next step, whether I keep that thought or let it go. And it's amazing how powerful we are when we try these new things and try these new ways to learn to break that cycle And then for me, the other point I had along anxiety was like decision-making anxiety. And we have to remember that some stress is actually good. It pushes us and propels us. And then just to remember to go through these steps and kind of identify what's making you anxious. I've also heard that sometimes anxiety is paired with the same feelings we get when we're excited. So it's like, what am I excited about? And I was talking to my friend about this and... And I was like, well, I get stressed and anxious about finals. Like, there's nothing to be excited about that. And she's like, it's because you're excited to be done with them. And so I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So start thinking about, like, what it is you're excited about because sometimes that's the same feelings. It doesn't feel the same at all for me, um, but it's similar chemicals in our bodies. So, yeah. And then the other thing I had in my notes that I wanted to talk about was just, like, if you're getting over an ex or going through a breakup – Um, luckily for me, I've come a long way and I, I feel like I haven't struggled with this lately, which is nice, but I still have my notes and I know a lot of people have those ups and downs, but it's finding the right motivation to move on and then drawing the line that you won't go back. I love the quote, don't trip on what's behind you. And I think it is so profound. I saw on a lady's shirt when I was running and I want to get that sweatshirt because it's just so important that we are moving forward and not backwards. And I think it's helpful to learn from the past, but don't let it be an obstacle. I mean, it's behind you, right? Don't trip on what's behind you. So drawing the line um, and recognizing that you will have to grieve and that grieving is a process. And some things can disrupt the process, but you really need to just allow yourself to sit in it. And I mean, in a way, breakup is, this is a horrible example, but just compared to death, right? The death of some, you have to grieve that they're not there for you anymore and that you can't reach out to them and that that is gone in your life. And so that process is just you grieving that. And then once you've grieved it fully through that cycle, you can refocus and move forward. So there's those two things recap of that therapy sesh episode. And now today, for the next few minutes or however long it'll take me to get through these fun things, I wanna share some things I've learned at this leadership retreat I was at for work. So I just started a job at Redmond Life and Redmond is a big company. There's lots of companies underneath Redmond Inc. And their motto is elevating the human experience. And they do so many things to help the employees and help the customers and everyone involved with Redmond elevate their life and live your journey is what they always talk about and so on this leadership retreat we would have discussions and we would watch a video and then we would talk about it and I will post I'm going to find the videos that were shared because I encourage all of you to watch them and maybe even watch them with friends or family and talk about them and if you want to talk to them talk about them with me I'd be happy to hop on a call and chat with you because I passionate about all these things. So the first one I loved, it was celebrate what's right with the world. And it's this guy named DeWitt Jones, who was a photographer for Nat Geo. And it was just the happiest little video, beautiful images. And he was just so sweet talking to the camera and just like talking about his experiences being a photographer and how it applies to his life. And he's just talking about, he's like, sometimes we we won't see things until we believe it. You know, some people say they need to see it to believe it, but he was saying, see it and then believe it. So like having that vision and he's saying like, when you have like a clear vision, it'll produce passion and creativity. And I loved that because I love passion. And then he was talking about this. I guess you'll have to watch the video, but there's this, a part where, He went to this field of dandelions, but had to go somewhere else. And then by the time he was able to go back, the dandelions were gone. They had turned into puffballs. And he kind of was like, oh, dang, I missed that opportunity to get the dandelions. But then he was like, wait, where are the possibilities, though? And he started to take different pictures than he expected and got this amazing, beautiful picture of a dandelion puffed with the sun. And just recognizing Recognizing that that we can do that that with any situation situation in our lives. And it it was was so powerful and like, like, what's what's the the very best of this shot. shot? And sometimes sometimes it was just changing the angle by a few millimeters. And he said, let's see if I wrote it down something about it's the difference isn't in the miles it's in the meters or in the millimeters. So sometimes all it takes is for us to just see something slightly more different for it to change and be completely different. And it's just finding what's the best of this shot in photography, but what's the best in this situation. And it helps us be able to deal with change and then another thing I loved okay so I'm basically telling you the whole video but I still encourage you to watch it he was talking about how like as a photographer they pray for change and they need that change because they need different photos and they like to see things differently through the lens and just I feel like sometimes change at least for me I it's like a love-hate relationship I want to be changing and I want to be improving but sometimes I I literally am like have I changed at all or how do I even change or where do I begin and or changing like new job new friends new places to live like it's so scary and I think I didn't realize it was that scary until I started asking myself okay like why don't I like this change and what's what thoughts and feelings am I having because of it so I just love seeing change in a new light because it's it is necessary and it's the only thing about change or there's a quote, something is change is inevitable. I'll have to look up that quote later, but um yeah, so I loved that he talked about change and seeing the deeper picture and he quoted Michelangelo like he found the angel in the stone. Like what are we what are we looking at? What are we seeing that helps us believe? And how are we learning? And then my other favorite quote was On the edge is when we let the winds take us higher. And for me, I'm like, okay, like, how can I, in a sense, take more risks? How can I live my life on the edge? (laughs) Which sounds funny, but I think living on the edge is doing those things that maybe push you to change, whether you really want to or not. But I love the thought of being able to fly higher in the winds. I think my spirit animal is a bird, like an eagle or a hawk, because I just, I want to fly and I like the clouds. So kind of all those combined, but... feel like my head's in the clouds sometimes dreaming of all these things but to get to the clouds we need to be on the edge and be looking into these possibilities that will take us higher so you got to step closer to the edge even if it's uncomfortable so most of the time change is uncomfortable it's breaking habits it's learning something new it's trying something new um when we were on our hike in Lake Powell there was like a little toad My friend picked it up and threw it at me and I checked my phone (laughs) because I didn't, I don't know, I just freaked out. But then I was like, okay, you know what? I need to, I want to be braver. I want to be able to hold a frog and not freak out. (laughs) And so then there was another tiny little frog and I was like, okay, I can do this. And I, I had my friend both like put it in my hands and I held it and it was, it was really cool because it was just this cute, tiny little frog, but I wasn't scared of it anymore. I don't know why I'd be scared of this tiny frog, but I was just motivated by this video to just do one more thing that makes me feel brave and yeah I've been trying to think about more things that I can do to to put me on that edge and put me in those uncomfortable situations because that is when you grow and change kind of inevitable, inevitably so it's welcome change and uncertainty and pushing ourselves to become and then I kind of want to end with the same thought of like how can you make something good to great and I know, i know there's a book out there i have yet to read it but it's from good to great but in this video he talks about making what makes a photo good to great and he would share some portraits of people he took or landscapes and then then like a similar photo the next but it's so much better just from a different perspective or a different angle so there's the first video what's great in the world find what's right in the world and celebrate it and I think that is just such a beautiful concept in a world that is ever-changing and kind of going crazy at times. There's always something that is right in the world and we can celebrate that and I loved it. So there's the first one. The second video, Get Prepared with Tissues, it's a very heart-touching video. It's called Claire and it's this girl who had cystic fibrosis and it's her story and her impact in the world. and It was. I don't want to share too much because I want to let you experience the video. And my thought and takeaway from this is just what are your daily decisions that you show up for? What are you showing up for in your life? And who are you showing up for? And are you showing up for yourself? And tapping into what's possible and realizing like what's stopping you? What's stopping you from so many possibilities and so much potential that we have. And I'll let you watch the video to kind of get more thoughts on this and hear her story. I think this one, I don't wanna ruin by sharing too much, but yeah, just what in your life do you feel like is your purpose for one, but what can you do with that? What life do you wanna make? What kind of impact can you have? And a phrase you'll hear in the video is, you know, it like running forward, even when you're scared, do it scared. Then like, if you're scared, just do it and do it scared. So that was a a thing we would talk about throughout the week was just do it scared. And I have more thoughts on that, but I want to let you watch the video and experience that first. The third video we watched was called super chickens and it's super interesting. And this one's more related to the workplace but I think most of you listening to this podcast probably have a job and work and work with others. And this was such an interesting thought. And it's saying like, what drives helpfulness is people getting to know each other. And there's studies of different companies who like create a coffee break where they can't have coffee at their desks. They have to actually go to the room and get their coffee and stay there and drink their coffee. So they interact with their other coworkers and get to know them because when you know someone you're more willing to ask them for help and and give them help and i think redmond did a great great job of living this by putting us all on a trip to lake pal like i became best friends with all my coworkers, and i'm so excited to go into work and to work with them and come up with ideas and get our jobs done well and have that culture of helpfulness and yeah that social support goes a long way so this is your plug to get to know your coworkers a little more and that kind of leads me to the fourth video there's so much more i could say about super chickens and and i'll you'll have to watch the video but just spend your time bringing out the best in others and as you bring the best out in them it's contagious and people will see the best in you as you bring out the best in others so i loved that and i'm skipping let's see there's another plug so i'll come to that in the fourth video but super chickens and that's a ted talk i'll i'll link all these videos and encourage you to watch them all but yeah what what matters is the mortar not just the bricks for super chickens and just everyone has value and just bring out the best in people and what are you good at helping at and where do you need help and don't be afraid to ask okay and then i think one of my favorites they were all my favorite but The fourth video was called on being wrong and this was like a whole new concept i've never really thought about before and it's so interesting to think about why we feel the need to be right (laughs) and i laugh because i think i like to be right and i think sometimes i tell myself oh no nat you're good you're good at being open-minded and you're good at learning things and and you're okay being wrong but then the more we like dove into like what this means to be wrong and like why we have the desire to need to be right I was like I'm far from being okay with being wrong and it was super cool because this video kind of talked about how we've been raised in a culture that kind of makes us feel like being wrong is the worst thing that could happen to us like there was an example of this like kids homework assignment and it was like his doodles all over he got like a c and the teacher was like come see me after class and just like what that experience did for him was just say like you got all these wrong that something's wrong with you because you were wrong when in actuality mistakes are never going away and being wrong we assume that something's wrong about us when that is the complete opposite because we like we're not our mistakes and we like yeah let's see sorry i got distracted from my thoughts but being wrong we assume it's about us when in reality it has nothing to do with that it's just part of that learning in our lives and making mistakes and being wrong and they quoted one of the greek philosophers i err therefore i am and I just love that thought. Our errors, our mistakes make us people, make us who we are. And like, life would not be life without being wrong. And if we were right all the time, that would get us nowhere. Um, They said like, we're attached to rightness, which prevents us from ever being wrong, which is a really scary place to be because it's opposite of being human like none of us are perfect and so if we get in that mentality of we're never wrong or we don't like to be wrong then we're not leaning into being human so i found that just such an interesting thought and just how like when we think about stories or books or movies we love there are surprises there are wrongs there are things that go bad there are mistakes and we love those stories so why don't we love those mistakes and wrongs and surprises in our own story So I think my takeaway from this, I mean, there's so much I could say, but, and I took so many notes on this video, but just start using the phrase, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Like there's so many things we think we're right about, but when we just start to say, oh, maybe I'm wrong, then we start to open our mind to learning so much more and remembering that everything in life is trial and error and that learning can become knowledge and we can reflect on what we've learned in the past and continue learning from there and learn that that learning involves mistakes. And, and also I think of the times that I've been wrong, it's, it can be paired with, Oh, that's how I've always done it. That's what I was taught, you know, therefore it's right. I think that's why some marriages struggle is because they were both taught what was right and wrong in different ways i heard a story at like some bridal shower and it was the lady came home from home from work and her husband was like stuffing the laundry in with a broom and she's like what are you doing and he's like oh this is how my mom did it like this is how you do laundry and she's like no you don't need to do that you know like but that's how he viewed it as right and she thought that was wrong you know and like farmers and different things like that you know like Some things they do, they've just done it because that was how their mom did it. You know, like the the classic story of someone cooking like a dinner and a turkey and they cut off the ends of it. And then they're like, oh, like, why did you learn to do that? And they're like, oh, my mom taught me how to do that. And then they go to the mom and they're like, oh yeah, my grandma taught me how to do that. And then they go to the great grandma and they're like, oh yeah, we had to cut off the ends so it could fit in our oven, right? So in reality, they really didn't need to be doing this, but they did it because that was just how they've been taught. So we've been taught so many things. And as we get older, if we just start to question, oh, maybe I'm wrong about that, then we will learn so much more. And with that, just be careful of the assumptions we make when people are wrong and what we think of them. I think that for me is a huge thing that I've never thought too deeply about is Oh, what do I feel and what attributes do I associate with someone if they're wrong versus if they're right? And I know myself and my personality, if someone, it's probably a pattern when someone is telling me something and it's right, but I don't want it to be right. I fight back. Um, And so, I mean, it's the hard truth. No one likes to hear it, but sometimes it is the truth. And I think we don't want to hear it because then it makes us feel wrong. And we've been taught that feeling wrong is not good, but in reality we need to feel wrong (laughs) and it helps us learn and we need to change that that being wrong is not a negative connotation even though that's what we've been taught at least what i've been taught and majority of people have so we have to learn to love being wrong and to be open-minded into okay like what is a truer story to this or what. What do I need to do to course correct from being wrong to make it right or figure out a deeper version of what that right thing is? So there's on being wrong and learning from when we are wrong. So with that, ask yourself like, what does it feel like when you're wrong? And what does it feel like when you're right? And are you actually right (laughs) about those things you think you're right about? So there's that awesome video. And then the last one is called heart of conflict. I think this is another Ted talk. And this one was really interesting because, oh, you'll just have to listen to the video and I'm gonna watch it again too. And I'm so excited, but it's similar to like, if you do something wrong and like the story is about like a guy asking his dad, like a a new 16 year old driver saying, dad, can I take your car for my date? And The dad saying yes and there's two sides of the story like how the dad responded if like the kid crashed the car and and whatnot and i want to tell you the whole story but i kind of want to just leave it to the eloquent speaker who shared the story but it's just how do we react when things go wrong kind of playing off of that other video but just recognizing how in a conflict our reaction matters so much and this video really hit me hard with I, I don't know if I should share the story or just let you experience it, but I'll try to I'll try to share what I got out of it without sharing the story, but just how reacting it to the person instead of the situation. So in a conflict instead of pointing out or instead of that viewing that person as the conflict and as bad because they allowed something bad to happen you view the situation as not the best, but how you react affects the person more than the situation or the wrong that was done in the situation. I don't know if what I'm saying is making any sense, but like circumstances won't change, but how we handle it does and how we handle it matters so much. So go watch that video, listen to the story about the dad and his boy taking his car and you might cry. It's so profound. And it's just how there's two stories, and it's how the dad handles it, and it just it's kind of like prodigal son stories, and it's like the song "I Love You, Son." Um, I'll post that song because it's such an amazing song. But it's like, yeah, you've made a mistake, but I love you, and that's okay, and we'll get through it. Instead of I can't believe you made that mistake, you're so dumb, blah blah blah. You know, like that conflict can affect a person way more than we realize based on our reactions and just viewing people as people and with feelings and knowing that how you treat them stays with them and how they feel, right? Like people won't remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. That is kind of one of the points from this video. And yeah, so this kind of ties back to the book we read called self-deception and leadership. And it talks about being in the box. And when we're in that box, we're just kind of set on, on being right. And we handle situations as situations and not, not, and like handling the people and not learning about the people and taking into consideration their thoughts and feelings and how by getting mad at someone doesn't teach them a lesson, but by loving them and and showing them different ways can teach them a lesson. So, get curious too, I think that was another big thing that just through all these videos is just getting curious, right? What's what's right in the world? What can we celebrate in the world? What are we doing right in our lives? And I think there is one more video, I thought there was more, but the last video we watched was called single story and I feel like it kind of ties all of them together. And it's it's just looking at situations and realizing we only have a single story told to us and that's what we've been taught to believe and we have i don't know different stereotypes for different people and we have to remember that that's just one single story and there's always so many stories that we don't know and i think about conflict like in that other video and sometimes when we're we're in conflict sometimes if we just stop and be like are you okay like did someone cut you off on your way to work? You know, like, because we project things that bother us. And so sometimes there's more to the story that if someone lashes out at you or if someone isn't being very kind, maybe it's because something happened and maybe they're not doing okay. Maybe they're sick. Maybe you just never know. So there's always more than a single story and it can help us. Um, There's a, a quote, let me flip to it. so a single story is incomplete and when we view them as just one thing and one story it robs them of their dignity so we can empower each other and humanize each other as we learn more of their story and know that everything in our lives has more than a story so it's just again getting curious and ask ourselves what stories are we telling about ourselves are we seeing the whole story what's our perspective And we can't rely on just one story to answer our questions. And we can't deprive people of their story. And there's so much to learn and understand with people's traditions and people's heritage. And I just think it's so beautiful to remember in every situation and with every person, there's more than a single story. So with all those videos, I hope some of these thoughts that I shared today impacted you or sparked another thought. And I really encourage you to watch these videos because they will change your life. And I think they will help improve every aspect of your life. And with that, I just wish you a happy, happy Tuesday or whenever you're listening to the podcast. There's exciting things in store. I love this podcast and I thank you for your support. Please leave a review, subscribe, follow. Um, share with your friends I also am willing to listen to any feedback you have things you want to hear things you think I could do better please share I'm learning and figuring this out and I love it it's so much fun and I just hope something stood out to you in today's episode and we'll see you next week bye